0: But as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Micah chapter seven, verse seven. You know, I've been thinking a lot about waiting and impatience recently, mainly due to my own experiences, but also in conversation with other people as well. And I know for myself that on any given day, I want what I want when I want it. I love that because actually I heard that from my pastor recently in a sermon of his and I just loved it because I felt like it it fit me perfectly. I don't like to wait. I'm impatient and waiting means that I'm in a place of uncertainty and hurry, which if you know anything about the Enneagram, that is not a good place for a six like me. It creates a place of fear and then I retreat into my head And then I start strategizing on how I might fix my predicament and get what I want faster. Every morning, I walk my dogs three miles just about every morning. And there is a spot along this main road near my house where if we catch it at the right time in the morning, there's no traffic and we can just leisurely cross the street with no problem. Unfortunately, I'm usually headed out later than I had wanted and inevitably, We come to this spot where we have to wait for all the traffic to pass by on both sides of the street. And it also happens to sit at the bottom of and between two hills. So if I'm not paying close attention, my two dogs and I will not make it back home for breakfast. You see, like Micah, I must be still, wait, reflect, and look. I tend to see these moments as really stressful, and it creates a ton of anxiety. But recently, I've come around to the idea of seeing these things as invitations, invites from God. Does that feel weird to you? It does me, in all honesty. It feels wonky and full of hula but the truth is that our hopes, our dreams, and our disappointments ultimately reveal our deeper longings. So, for example, the relationship that you want to be made right but is actually really hard right now can be seen as an open window revealing your deeper longing or intimacy with God. To see His faithfulness and trust Him. The job you want but you can't seem to have is an invitation to wait with God in His presence and in the moment that He's blessed you with. The psalmist says in chapter 130, verse 5, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. An invitation to a deeper understanding of who I am in the light of who God is. When I'm doubting myself or God's divine plan for me, it generally comes from a place of fear or sheer selfish desire. Something isn't feeling stable, and so the doubting starts. Is it me? Is it God? What's going on? What are the external factors and internal factors in this situation? Maybe I could actually do better or make my situation better than it is. Certainly all great questions, and, and yes, if, for example, you can't pay all your bills, you probably should think about getting a second job. But for myself and a lot of other people, I will overthink a situation to death. I will look at it from every possible angle, like really beat it into the ground. This removes me from the present moment and into a future that if left to my own desires, I will try to control it. I will build out a future based on what I want if left to my own desires, tying all of my expectations to a particular outcome. The future generally looks like a circle with me in the middle. Again, yeah, we should be wise, consider all the facts, consider all the possibilities of a problem or a situation or something you've got to solve. But let us not forget Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. God is. The Lord is other. He is holy and set apart. And having this posture of humility before God puts him in the center of the circle, not me or you. So yes, being in the moment, present and humble before God. The present because it's the only thing that exists. Your past doesn't exist. The past is simply made up of memories stored away and neurological chemicals and pathways in your brain. The future doesn't exist either. I mean, in the next 10 minutes, your doorbell may ring or your phone will buzz with a text message interrupting this present moment. And then it fades from the present and into the past, becoming a memory. The present is where we meet God, my friends, and we find abundant life. In John chapter 10, verse 10, when Jesus was talking about having abundant life, he wasn't talking simply about the future. He wasn't talking about our eternal life after we pass on, after death. He was talking about having abundant life now in the present day, in the present moment. We have abundance in him, in his presence. An abundant life doesn't happen in the future When our desires and our hopes and our expectations are met, abundant life happens as we wait. That's what I'm finding. That in our impatience, it is not up to us to make God show up, nor is it up to us to take control. The waiting is an invitation to have open ears and open hearts to what God is doing in your life now. We are waiting expectantly. Adele A. Calhoun in her book, Invitations from God, says, this waiting for God is rooted in the expectancy that God is actually coming through on his word, even when we can't see it. When we set expectations on our own timing, on what we want and when and how we want it, the sale of a house, the new job, to get married or not to get married or to move and relocate ties our happiness to a specific end. As I said earlier, it ties our happiness to a particular outcome. If in the end, the expectations aren't met, we go down that rabbit hole. I go down that rabbit hole all the time of disappointment and resentment and anger depression and so on and so on and so on. What's going on? Why, why, didn't, why didn't this happen, God? Why didn't you do this? Henry Nouwen writes that it's in the waiting that things happen to our souls. In the waiting, our character is formed. So gang, listen, I call you to ask yourself this question. Am I waiting with my own set of expectations Or am I waiting with expectancy? What are you waiting for right now? What would it be like for you to see this impatience as an invitation to reflect? Be still and carry your wants into the coming days loosely with open hands. To be called out of impatience into active waiting is a call and invitation from God the Father to be like him. Patience, after all, is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. And when we wait in patience, we are being transformed more and more into the image of Christ.